Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Okay, everybody. Welcome again to Riding the Wave. We have a very special episode for you today, Theo Bogoszewski, Mark Scala, and Justin Harder from uh, the Rockaway. They're all members of the Rockaway Business Alliance. Justin uh, is, uh, runs the app Comer. Uh, so we're excited to really have them here uh, to talk a lot, uh, about a lot of stuff that's affecting, you know, the Rockaway businesses, especially in, in light of, I mean, look, Rockaway business is always a challenge because everyone is still rebuilding from, from Sandy. Uh, but there's a lot of new businesses now. There's a lot of different things that are happening on the peninsula. And this decision by the Parks Department to close uh, the beaches between Beach 90 sec- uh, 91st Street and Beach 102nd Street has not only impacted and will not only impact um, you know, those businesses that are on the boardwalk, the concessions, but it's also going to really affect all of these businesses that are included in that sector. Uh, and there's a lot of new businesses. There's a lot of businesses that rebuilt that day after Sandy. So this is a huge challenge. So my first question uh, is for Theo. Um, when you heard about this decision, you know, and really merely days before uh, the Memorial Day weekend, and you know, this is a seasonal community. Um, what was the common theme among the people that were contacting you? Um, I think people were just devastated, especially in the areas affected. Um, I think that there's a lot of people that have really built their business around the fact that these are the most popular beaches to go to. Um, and so it was, a, it was just a concern of, you know, we actually um, we put out um, a survey to all of our member businesses asking what the impact, you know, because we, we had sort of a general idea from the way that people had expressed to us, um, but we wanted some data. Um, so we put out a survey, and pretty much every single business, even ones that were not necessarily in the affected area, came back and said, you know, our, our sales are going to drop. You know, we hired all these employees for the summer. There's this huge influx of summer visitors that are going to this specific beach. It's, it's the most easily accessible by public transportation, and frankly, it's, it's the most popular beach. You know, it's the one that all the hipsters go to from Brooklyn, you know, is, is that stretch of, of beach that they closed. Um, but, I mean, also I think there was a wider concern um, about the way that it was marketed because um, everybody's saying in the press, like, beach is closed, beach is closed. So I got a lot of people reaching out to me, like, Rockaway is closed? You know, like, no. You know, and, 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 like, I think that that misinformation is something that we're really concerned about um, and the way that it reaches the public. Well, the challenge for us was, and, I, you know, I, I purposely went out to the concessions and said, you know, guys, I'm doing this because, you know, we, we have to – we have to show the city there has to be an outcry. Yeah. But after the outcry, and I, I, I urged all of them, I said, look, guys, I, my initial reaction will be, oh, my God, you know, this terrible thing. But as we move forward, obviously, that's going to be our mission as well. Mm-hmm. 
to, to let people know that it's just this section, and that doesn't mean that these businesses are closed. That doesn't mean that concessions are closed. We're going to do all these other things. You know, in the way we'll be working with you guys and, and working with, you know, the, the, the businesses and, and the concessions, you know, to do our part to let them know certainly uh, what's going on. Um, now, you work directly with the concessions, Justin. Uh, talk a little bit about some of the conversations you've had uh, with, with some of these businesses and, and, and what, you know, the challenges that they're facing. Right. Well, I guess I should speak to the fact that I also own City Sticks in Beach 97th, the concession there. And so when I first heard on Monday night, it was like, uh-oh. And I've been down this road because I started out as a mobile food vendor and then chose 97th Street three years ago because it is the most popular destination rather than 106. And it just seems like I just keep shooting myself in the foot here, you know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was definitely a big concern. Um, we have one weekend behind us, Memorial Day weekend, and uh, we're learning, you know, we're still taking in the information. Uh, folks that did come out were also a bit confused. It is confusing, I think, when you see a bunch of barricades uh, leading down to the sand when you came to the beach and you want to put your feet in the sand and you can't. That's a little bit confusing. Uh, so we just have to change the storyline, you know. It isn't that Rockaway is closed, it's that the beaches are open in these locations, all of the businesses are open, and this is how we now draw people to specific areas for what they want, you know, what the experience that they're after, here's how we can help you, you know. Right, no, I, that makes a lot of sense. Now, Mark, um, obviously, you know, you have it. A different perspective as well. So when you heard, when you when you first heard the decision, and, and you know it wasn't done certainly with the same pomp and circumstance that you know a lot of these other parks. You know, there's always planning that goes into all these different decisions that they make. And um, but this was so sudden, so uh, shocking, so uh, impactful in a bad way uh, to so many people here. Uh, what was your first reaction? first reaction was we're going to have a, a real problem with traffic going to those beaches. Um, if they're saying that the beach is closed, we're not going to have people getting off of mass transit um, and coming down the blocks, um, hitting the boulevard businesses, um, as well hitting uh, 97th Street concession. Um, in the media, a lot of focus has been on the closure. Um, we're looking to really turn this around and say that uh, the boardwalk is open, the businesses are open, and there are other options for uh, these uh, people um, in order to get the, the services, uh, products, uh, food uh, from those areas uh, to their beach blanket on the outside. Now, um, when I, you know, my reaction when, when I first heard uh, was one of outrage. Uh, and anger, because um, look, I don't, I don't own a business that is, uh, I don't own any business, <laughs> but I mean, I work for a business that is not impacted by that. It, it, but it is because you know there are a lot of people that you know we do business with in this community. So if you know their suffering is our suffering. But I got to be honest, even though I don't own a business here, I mean, I couldn't sleep that night. I couldn't. I was like, I just thinking about all the people. And all the folks that we either we're partners with or, I mean, just a lot of them are my friends. Mm -hmm. So when I heard about 
this, and I said, like, I had trouble sleeping because my first thought was, how can I hammer the city or, or embarrass them? At least maybe they'll think twice about how, what their response is going to be. But then the other thing, the other half of me was saying, how can I be impactful and, you know, impactful and help, you know, use the paper to help those folks that are facing this, you know, it's like, you know, the movie Jaws. I, I, think, I think that movie has become so iconic that people forget. If you wa- I just watched it recently, just out of the blue. And, you know, there's no shark out there, you know. Um, there's no reason why I really don't believe that they needed to close the beaches. And I think there's something else going on here. And, you know, the wave's going to be investigating that, and that's, that's a story for another day. But... As I said, you know, when I reached out to Parks, you know, I was very angry. Um, um, and initially, because we weren't in, in the wave was not included in the original. They said it was, but we, I never got it. I heard about it secondhand from another person that just forwarded me the, the statement that, that they were closed. Yeah. That's probably the best point is there wasn't a lot of communication here. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a right. lot of communication with the local businesses. There was not communication between the different uh, New York City agencies, um, our representatives. Um, everyone was shocked, and right. this could have been handled a lot better. Right. Um, and our reaction would be handled a lot better had everyone known and worked together on this. And I think that's what we need to focus on. Well, I think that's an excellent point. Um, Park's response was that, and let me let me let me read it so I don't get in trouble for uh, not not. Okay, it said uh, Parks uh, says, and I quote: "It will be working with the concessionaires to come up with supplemental opportunities to draw patrons to the area, including possibly bringing in more music and events." But my question is, what about you know the other businesses? What about the, you know the landlocked businesses that? Uh, like, for instance, Erin Silvers and Zingara Vintage. I mean, she is, you know, very um, dependent upon that traffic coming from the subway to the beach and back. Um, how is, if, it, you know, this is, you know, Parks will probably shrug its shoulders and say, well, we don't deal with landlocked businesses. But it was your decision that closed these businesses. So how is the city now going to handle? Have you guys had any conversations with anyone from the city about how they're going to be able to supplement and support these landlocked businesses that are affected by this decision? Um. Well, I think kind of the cool thing about Rockaway is um, a lot of different people have very unique models for their businesses. Um, so when we expanded the Rockaway Business Alliance um, to cover areas from Reese Park all the way to Beach 43rd, we're really interested in kind of facilitating more connectivity. So that, and that I think that the way that that takes shape is um, this kind of pop-up bending idea, which is, is really popular in Rockaway. And actually, there's a lot of businesses out here that are part of our membership that don't even have brick and mortar. So they, they don't have their own spaces, so they really rely on those pop-up bending opportunities. Um, so I know coming up June 9th and June 10th, we're um, partnering with the Rockaway Beach Civic to do two pop-up markets at Beach 94th, um, which we're really excited about. Cause the Rockaway really Beach Civic? Rockaway Rock- Beach okay. Civic, okay. yes. Yeah. yeah, I know, I got, it's, it's a little confusing. I get in trouble for a lot. I yeah. get in trouble Rockaway Beach Civic. Um, <laughs> So, so we're excited about that because right. it gives um, you know, businesses in this area the opportunity to access that influx of people who are hopefully coming to the boardwalk. Um, but I think a really big thing for us, too, is um, reevaluating that vending contract on the boardwalk, which is something that we've been um, really, really pushing parks to do for a long time. Yeah, let's, um, let's, let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, because you know, some people have said to me, oh, you don't want to 
uh, overturn that rock or you don't want to go there. And you know what? I don't. I, I really don't care. I mean, this is a crisis situation. Yeah. And and when when you're in a crisis, uh, the 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 best decision obviously you don't want to make any rash decisions. You don't want to you know close up shop and then run away because you're afraid that you're not going to be able to you know support whatever decision you make. But this you're right. Let, let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Um, the the boardwalk concession I believe is owned by Lola Starr, mm-hmm. uh, who's not a member of this community, who's not a member of the Rockaway community. I mean she has a store on Beach 116, um, but ha- has there been any communication with Lola about the, the about the boardwalk concession? Um, to my to my knowledge, there hasn't been any communication with her directly. Okay. Um, I. I just know that a lot of members of our business community have been trying to really take advantage of that opportunity to right. run down the boardwalk. Especially and, now. Yeah, sure. and haven't been able to. I mean, it's, it's basically been, been a monopoly for years. I mean, there's, there's one person selling, vending retail on the boardwalk, which is different than food and drink, just to be clear. Right. Um, but I think that that would be a huge opportunity for our membership, and especially people that are in this affected area, to get to vend on the boardwalk and, you know, again, reach that, those summer visitors that are, you know, it's right. a seasonal business. Like, that's, that's what you got to do, you know? Now, I just think um, as a mobile vendor as well, and then having that experience going down, getting all the permits required, I do think there is something to be said for going through the process and learning what it takes because this is New York City and we do have to protect the consumer in the end, you know? So if we're being lenient in certain circumstances in certain areas of the city, then we also have to be mindful, well, then what happens in Central Park, you know, and we allow it to happen there. So I do think the city needs to reevaluate when a crisis situation happens so, or when they make a decision that impacts businesses. They need to come up with solutions and work together with us, you know, because we're not going to ask for something that is absurd. We, we know. We've gone down these roads before. We've filed for the permits and the licenses, and we're willing to work with you but please work with us then and, and, you know, understand that we're coming from a helpful mindset, not just like a willy-nilly, let us right. do whatever we want kind of thing. But again, like I, yeah. we, we, we spoke a little bit um, before, the, uh, before we actually started, you know, recording today about um, the uniqueness of, mm-hmm. of Rockaway and, and why that, you know, the city – look, the city lacks leadership. It's so – it's so upsetting on on so many levels, especially, you know, when you're talking about uh, people's lives, people's livelihoods, people's life savings, when you're talking about those things and the lack of leadership on so many levels, uh, the pass the buck, the point the finger policy seems to be prevalent rather than, hey, let's, and I, I look, I sound like a dad, I sound <laughs> like, you know, uh, I'm old school, I get it. Um, but I'm going to roll up my sleeves. Let's figure this out. Let's fix it. Like, forget, every, forget your ego. Put your ego outside the door. Set it aside. Let's figure out how to, how to make this happen. And I find that, you know, now it's been, you know, almost a week now. I guess it's a little bit more than a week. And we had a Memorial Day weekend that was, I mean, look, I was out on the boardwalk. I saw, it was very, very nice to see. Uh, yesterday, uh, the crowds over at Low Tide, uh, you know, the music, that was awesome. That was great. I took some pictures. I'm going to put it in the paper later, let people know what was happening. Great day. Uh, I spoke to, um, uh, you know, some of, the, some of the folks over there, and they, they were so happy to see so many people come out. But it was Memorial Day weekend, and it had bad weather. 
So you can't even compile any data that makes sense from that weekend because of, you know, all the rain and all the, you know, it wasn't really, let's be honest. I mean, Friday was the only real beach day, uh, you know, that was there. I, don't, I guess Sunday a little bit was too. Um, not Sunday, uh, Saturday. But, you know, the, 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 the thing that I'm, I guess, asking is that has anyone from the city, uh, small business services, uh, you know, any of those people reached out to you to talk about, you know, some of the people that you've worked with, you know, since you started, have, has anybody reached out to say, hey, how can we help? Um, not, not really, to be honest. I mean, I called Portia a couple days ago, and I, I spoke with her um, just to kind of brainstorm some suggestions of ways that... that but you part, called her. I called her, yeah. yeah okay. Um, but, but no, I, I guess not really. <laughs> well, isn't, I mean, doesn't that speak to as what I just said, that it's a lack of leadership? I mean, yeah. here you have, again, I... I, I, I you have a billion, half a billion dollar boardwalk that maybe went at the end of the day will cost a billion dollars, but where's the support? Where's the where's the where's the thought process? And say we just made this really bad decision, uh, even if we even if in their own minds and hearts they felt that they had to make that decision, mm-hmm. they had to make it. Mm-hmm. Um, where's the? How do you fix? Like how do you say okay we did this? Now, how are we going to help make it make it happen? You could tell me in an email that you're going to look to uh, open up events and music, and you could tell me that in an email. But what do you do? And as you just said, Theo, it's they haven't it's reached not action. out. Yeah. Um, most of our leadership was at the opening on Friday, and it turned into uh, elevator pitches to uh, our elected and uh, the city agencies as to how are we going to navigate this, and. Um, that was us reaching out to them, um, not vice versa. Um, what we really need is we need a, a workshop for all of these businesses to uh, help them, um, to give them ideas um, and share ideas and, and pitch ideas uh, that we can get buy-in from our elected um, in order to survive this issue. Right. I mean, let's be honest. If this was... Any other community, I feel like it wouldn't have been handled this way. I mean, I, I, if, if this happened in Coney Island, you know, uh, where the mayor always seems to wind up at the beach opening in Coney Island, but never seems to wind up here. He hasn't been here in three years. Uh, he, was there, he was here when, you know, they all took a bow for the boardwalk that they didn't provide the money for, that, uh, that the federal government provided the money for, and God knows how it was spent. Um, and, and the idea that, that the commissioner, Mitchell, Mitch Silver, would, would get up in front of the people and not expect to be drowned out and not expect, you know, the, the oh, by the way, there's 4.5 other miles of, of, of beach that are available, which, is, which really isn't true either because, the, you know, downtown, they have a whole chunk of, of beaches that they can't use. And, and, and I kind of understand their bitterness a little bit when they say, well, why should I care about 91 and, and 102 when our beaches haven't been open for years either. So It's the same reason that you care. It's a multiplier effect. So if the businesses are suffering in one area, they're not going to be spending uh, what they make on, say, advertising. So that's how it impacts you. But the multiplier going back into the local economy is if they're not making the money, they're not spending the money in the neighborhood. So it hurts everybody. Right. They're not hiring people. They're not... They're not um, you know, they're not, you know, being part of events. 
now, I think the Rock-A-Block events have been awesome. Uh, I've been to every one. Uh, we even, like, I even had a table out uh, for one where I was sitting with papers and mugs and, and people were coming by. And, and I'm telling you, it was great. It was great to, you know, just be in the neighborhood and kind of take part in, in that kind of event. So I'm sure that you have, and I know you've done a couple with the, the Rock the Night Rock, rock out the night, and, and some of these other great things. You know, the Taste of Rockaway is always a great, uh, always a great event. Um, have you kind of uh, storyboarded any kind of these uh, ideas, build build them out yet, or at least started brainstorming about some of these events that we can do? You know, just as a community going forward. Um. Well, we definitely have several events on the calendar coming up, um, the live and local, like I mentioned before, um, which hopefully is going to be, especially in light of this beach closure, is going to be a really great opportunity for businesses to, to reach this, this community that's coming out to go to the beaches. Um, we've got in the fall, uh, September 15th and October 13th, we're doing two more um, Rock-A-Block events, which are a part of DOT's Weekend Walks program. Um, and those are really great because we, we sort of market those as, as being specifically for, for locals. You know, it's, it's after beach season is over. Uh, and, you know, obviously we do market to the outside community, but it's really, I feel like there's kind of this perception, especially when it's not beach season, it's like, oh, there's nothing to do in Rockaway. You know, like you can't go to the movies. There's just like there's, not, there's no place for people to take their families. Um, so we really want to give people that opportunity and give businesses that opportunity to, to reach the local community because I think for the most part a lot of people don't even know that they're there, you know. Um, so we're also going to be doing some pop-up markets at the Ferry Landing. Um, we're working with, with Parks on that, um, which is really exciting. I think that um, I think that Portia, who's our, our Rockaway representative, has been um, she's really big on the pop-up markets. And I, right. like I said, Rockaway sort of having these creative business models. I think that it's it's a great way um, to get people moving around and to uh, sort of facilitate that kind of connectivity. Um, in in terms of, I, I don't think that we. Oh yeah. Well, each shop serve rock. Yeah. Uh, we just held an event, and unfortunately, uh, it was not as well attended as we liked because of the weather. Uh, it was a walking event. Um, it, Eat Shop Surf Rock was uh, a scavenger hunt that we created um, to go through different businesses, collect badges, and uh, earn some prizes, whether it's a discount at one of the member businesses or uh, some swag at the end when we had a party. Um, but the scavenger hunt allows people to discover businesses that they might not have stopped into before, um, much like the Taste of Rockaway. Um, I know everybody here has discovered different restaurants that way. Uh, but this discovers maybe a station, RBNY, or you discover uh, Fat Cardinal, um, and you collect their badges, right. and it's a self-running event. We don't need to do much except uh, our initial setup. Uh, we learned that day, well, you know what, this was great. We went out and discovered. Um, why don't we make this a self-running event that will carry on and uh, live indefinitely so people have something to do? Um, hey, let's go check out um, the boulevard. Why don't we do the scavenger hunt while we're at it and uh, you know, we can learn about these businesses, land on their webpage, get information about them. Um, it's, it's something that we have to do, um, unlike... Uh, you know, looking for an event, uh, it's one that's always self-running. And, and that would be uh, involving the Rockaway Connects app? Is, that how, is yeah. that how that works? Yeah, so I had sort of, um, I hadn't quite dove into that yet, um, just because it's, it's such a big, long thing, um, but that is actually a really important part of, of the way that we're hoping to kind of mitigate the effect of these beach closures is um, 
So last June, um, the Rockaway Business Alliance won the Neighborhood Challenge Grant, um, which was like kind of our first big win as an organization. And I feel like it was exciting because it gave us some legitimacy, like, you know, around the city. Here's this $100,000 grant. Right. Um, and the point of the grant was um, for business alliances um, to propose a technology solution to a commercial corridor issue. Um, so our big issue that we saw in Rockaway was connectivity. And you know how we talked about that sort of lack of connectivity from east to west, which was really the reason why we expanded as well. Um, but also lack of connectivity to the rest of the city, you know? I feel like people, businesses, and residents feel very isolated here and like the city doesn't really pay attention to them. Um, and that people coming from the city don't necessarily have access to the information about what's going on. So, right. you know, I've, I've talked to people that have come out for the beach that don't even know that there's like a pop-up market at Beach 88. They don't even know where Beach 88 is because there's no signage, you know? Um, so really about kind of connecting those dots. Um, so this is kind of a, a two-fold solution. Um, the first element includes uh, Justin's app, Comer, um, which is a really great way that businesses that are on the peninsula can reach that beach community. It's a, it's a beach delivery app. Um, so I, actually, I feel like I should let him talk about that a little bit more. Yeah, sure. Uh, started Comer last year because of my experience uh, as a mobile vendor with City Sticks. I found that once people do get to their destination on the sand, they don't want to leave. So the idea behind Comer was let's deliver the food and goods to the people right on the sand. And now with improvements in technology and GPS location, we can actually accomplish this. So last year was our first year. Um, and with the help of the RBA now this year, we're looking to really push you know, uh, people to download our app. It's an iPhone only app, download the app and order the food from the Beach 97th concessions that are going to be affected by this closure. Order food from uh, places that aren't on the boardwalk, such as Cuisine by Claudette, who's on there, and Rockaway Roasters that we delivered for, and really support this local community through this app. You know, And, and I think that the consumer's getting exactly what they want, and businesses are, are being helped in the process as well. I, I think that one of the things that people have to understand uh, that are listening to this that aren't from the Rockaway community, um, you know, because we get a lot of folks from Manhattan, we get a lot of folks from Brooklyn, you know, we get a lot of folks from Queens uh, that use Rockaway as their beach, let's be honest. So they read the wave, they they listen to our podcast, they, they um, you know, they're, they're always looking for information. Um, but he, here's a piece of information that I, I don't think a lot of people get. You know, Sandy was five years ago. We're still dealing with it, okay? Like, people will be like, oh, well, what is Rocco? You know, they have a new boardwalk. They have this. They have that. And you're right. It's true when people say that. I say, yeah, things are good, but we're not all the way back. You know, and neither is Long Beach. I mean, a lot of people have made mentions that, Rock, or that, that Long Beach got its jetties and got its groins. And, you know, and I made it very clear in, a, in, a, in an editorial I did last year that we don't begrudge Long Beach that because – if you go around Long Beach, if you've been to Long Beach, and I, I go there from time to time, um, they're not all the way back either. They have just as many uh, uh, houses that are in the, still in the process of being raised, and they didn't have to deal with the city's Build It Back program. They did it uh, with, through the state, or they did it through the county, or they did it however they're doing it. Even they, who can cut through a lot of the red tape in, in Long Beach, they're still dealing with it. So Rockaway is... is you know, a lot of these people that, that own the businesses, you know, they own houses. 
here. They live here. I mean, I saw somebody on Facebook the other day make some kind of comment like, well, all those local, all those vendors, none of them are local. They're all carpetbaggers, and that's just not true. Sure. Um, I just want to go back real quick to talking about Rockaway Connects. So just sure. I skipped a sort of big component of it, which is um, – so, so Comer is the one component of it, um, but then there's this also this beacon technology, which we're bringing yes. to Rockaway. It's, it's beacons and it's QR codes. Um, and without going into too much sort of technical detail, the real idea is about um, connecting physical space to, to the digital, to online. Um, right. So you can – if you have an Android phone, you can connect with the beacon. You turn your Bluetooth on. You look at your notifications, and you'll get a notification within, when you're within 100 feet of the beacon. With the QR code, you can just open up your camera and hover it over the QR code, and it will link to a website, um, to an Instagram page. And so we sort of were exploring the ways that this could be most useful to beacon uh, to businesses. Um, you know, the big idea when we first conceived this was that we wanted the beacons in public space. So, you right. know, get them out on the boardwalk. They can let people on the boardwalk know about what businesses are going on in the peninsula. Exactly. You know, that's sort of, that's proven to be a lot more challenging, um, you know, just in terms of that sort of red tape with the city and, um, you know, restrictions on advertising on the boardwalk and that kind of stuff. Um, so, so right now we have, we have beacons and we have QR codes in, I think, third, mm, 35 or so of our member businesses that have brick and mortars. Um, and as, as Mark brought up, we um, created this kind of scavenger hunt where you can see, where we're sending people around, and it's sort of you can do it in your own time. It's really sort of easy access um, to connect with the technology. Um, and we've created sort of a, a landing page for each for each location, and you collect badges, and you can right. submit your badges and, and get prizes. And it's really just sort of a simple way to get people moving into businesses, and also get um, get businesses more active online too. Because um, to be frank, not a lot of not a lot of businesses in Rockaway have social media, even have websites. You right. know, so just sort of get get everybody up to kind of the level that, that other businesses in the city are, you know, is, is really important, especially if you're trying to reach an outside network. Especially the younger demographic of people, yeah. because i got to yeah. be honest, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, I was intimidated when I first heard about it, you know, because I was at that event at mm -hmm. Bungalow Bar, and I was like, you know, my eyes glazed over because, you know, while I can operate technology, I don't necessarily understand the inner workings of it. And I think I'm like a, a, like a lot of older people, you know, they just they think that technology is magic, you know, and that it's just going to work. So um, I just got a new phone. I'm sorry, uh, Justin. It's, a, it's an Android. Oh. Um, <laughs> my, my wife and my daughter have iPhones. You can connect uh, to the yeah, but, but, but what I did was, well, that's what I did. When I, I, I had my Bluetooth on. And I was walking around, and, and it was popping up. It was so cool yeah. because I have the nearby app on my phone because I downloaded it that day. And, you know, um, if I can use it and I can utilize it, I mean, really, anyone can. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, I, I think that's an excellent point that you bring up, that nearby uh, app, because it really does – uh, that beacon technology is really something that, you know, can be built upon. It's something that um, people can access without having to spend any real significant amount of money, and they can save that money for, you know, spending it on the businesses. Mm -hmm. um, before we close, I just want to thank you guys for coming down because I think it's really important um, for, you know, for, for, for people, you know, businesses and, and, and vendors and the community to understand that there is someone that the city might have let them down, but there are people that are working towards supporting them. Mm -hmm. And, we're, and, I'm, and I, I know the RBA members know that, but I, I think there, there, maybe there's people who haven't yet joined RBA uh, who have, have maybe they 
maybe maybe a week ago they didn't see the advantage <laughs> of being part of an organiza- an organization that is let's face it built to support the business of Rockaway. So uh, again, I just want to thank you guys for coming in. And if there's anything that you want to add before we close, you know, just to let people know how to how to find you guys, how to talk to you guys, uh, certainly let us know so that um, when people do have a question, uh, rather than them asking me, <laughs> they can ask you. Well, we certainly uh, have our new website, uh, RockawayBusinessAlliance.org. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's correct. We also have um, our email address, which is at info at rockwaybusinessalliance.org. Uh, those are two ways to get in touch with us. We're on social media, on um, uh, Instagram, um, Rockway Business. Uh, also, connects. Uh, I think it's connects underscore. Um, and we're on Facebook as Rockway Business and connects. Um, and those are ways to get in touch with us. And I just wanted to add on your last statement. Um, while there are a lot of advantages to being a member business, um, like maybe getting one of the beacons to host and the QR codes, um, this crisis mode that we're in, we want to help everybody in the neighborhood. So we're not focused inward. We're focused outward as well. That's great, Justin. I would say Comer is spelled C-O-M-B-R-R. So no E. It's that cool techie thing. (laughs) Uh, that's probably the biggest thing to mention. And, yep, all over social media, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and we're here to help, too. You know, we're getting new businesses signed up every day um, once they did learn about the closure. And uh, also, hopefully, we'll be hiring some more bike riders to go and make these deliveries. So if you're interested uh, in a job, too, let us know. Mm-hmm. Okay. See you. Um, yeah, I think exactly what Mark said is, um, you know, we really are here to support every single business within our with our um, catchment area, which is from Reese Park to Beach 43rd. Um, there are lots of advantages of becoming a member. It's only $125 a year. Um, you know, and we have specific um, things that we do to support our members, and you can be part of our technology project. Um, I would just say, as kind of the last thing, one big thing that we're hoping to do, again, to sort of mitigate the impact of, of these beach closures is, is marketing. Um, I think that marketing is huge, and a big part of being part of the Rockaway Business Alliance is that you are included in this kind of collective marketing campaign, um, which, I mean, as you mentioned before, it's, it's really difficult sometimes for businesses to market on their own. Um, so I'd say look out. We have a really great um, Rockaway Connect marketing. Um, there are these X images with an X, and we have like a surfboard, an umbrella, and what am I saying? Oh, and a popsicle, and a City Six popsicle, um, which is super fun. Um, so yeah, just be on the lookout. Um, we're gonna have people out in the boardwalk handed out flyers. It's really easy to start the scavenger hunt. Um, and I just want to give out real quick a shout out to Live XYZ, um, which is a live mapping app um, that just went live about three weeks ago, um, and they have. Um, kind of comprehensively mapped every single business in New York City. So they actually sent their like on the ground mapping team going door to door. Um, so if you know if you're out in Rockaway and you want to know what to do, go to Live XYZ because it and it, they're categorized as well. So if you want to go to retail, if you want to eat food, every single business. Um, so they're we're actually kind of partnering with them on, on our Connects project as well. So be sure to check them out. Well, Theo, Justin, and Mark, thank you so much for being a part of our show today. And uh, really. Uh, Again, folks, they gave out the links, you know, and and and, and certainly uh, we'll we'll do we'll certainly include this uh, in this week's paper. There'll be all the links and all the different things uh, where you can learn about the Rockaway Business Alliance and what they're doing to try to um, really c- kind of support 
the local business and, and thereby supporting the community uh, during what I have said is a crisis, and you guys agree, is a crisis situation. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.